G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. As James said, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Wait, what? Waves of happiness may not sweep over us when problems and pressure come our way. Pastor Greg Laurie points out how to choose a positive response. I know this is hard. I know you wish it wasn't happening. I know you wish it was over. But despite that, I'm going to choose to rejoice regardless of my emotions. Make a choice to rejoice. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. The trees with the strongest root systems are not those where a breeze blows gently through the leaves. No, the strongest trees face challenging winds which cause their root systems to grow deeper. Could it be that God is revealing a lesson about how winds of adversity affect our spiritual roots? Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us see what's happening when trials and tribulations are blowing against us. We'll learn how to embrace the growth and find joy in the journey. We're starting a brand new series, and it's called Walk This Way, based on the book of James. So let's start at the very beginning, because that's a very good place to start. James chapter one. James chapter one, and the title of my message is How to Deal with Trials and Temptations. So I remember when I was a brand new Christian. I'd just given my life to Jesus Christ, and the Christians came to me and said, now Greg, we want to tell you you're going to go through trials. And my response was, what? I'm going to go on trial? What? No, no. You're going to go through trials. I said, I don't know what that means. They said, a trial is a time when maybe you don't sense God's presence or you're going through a hardship or a difficulty. That's called a trial. Okay. Uh, And they said, and you're also going to get tempted by the devil. And I didn't know anything about the devil. I just believed in Jesus. Wait, there's a devil for real? Yes. Oh, this, okay. How will I know when I'm getting tempted by the devil? They said, you'll know. And I did. Because the first time a temptation came, it was so overt, it was almost laughable. So I'm still in high school, and there's this uh, really attractive girl. And she, uh, I noticed her, but I never talked to her. And so uh, after class one day, I'm a brand new believer. I've got a little button on with a little picture of Jesus on it. And and she walks up to me and says, hi, what's your name? And I momentarily forgot my name. Like, why (laughs) is this pretty girl talking to me? I don't know what to say. And and she says, you're really cute, which I was. Um, (laughs) I'm just dumbfounded. I go, what is happening? And she says, hey, My parents, we have a cabin in the mountains and they're gonna not be there this weekend. Would you like to go to the mountains with me and spend the weekend with me? I thought, 
This is temptation. Yeah, because, and here's how I knew, because stuff like that never happened to me, okay? I know you probably think I was some magnet for beautiful women. No, actually I wasn't. That never happened. I know you didn't think that either, but I, it never happened. I thought, this is clearly a temptation. Well, listen, we're all gonna be tempted and we're all gonna go through trials. And I wish I could say after 30 years of walking with the Lord, it all stops. No, it does not. It continues on. So I wanna talk to you about how to deal with trials and temptations. And I wonder if I'm talking to someone right now who's going through a fiery trial. It's just seemingly out of nowhere. The bottom has dropped out for you. And it's just like problem after problem, trouble after trouble keep coming your way and you're wondering why. Or maybe I'm talking to somebody who is in the hot water of temptation and it's just hitting you left and right. You're getting tempted to do the wrong thing. Wicked thoughts keep jumping into your mind seemingly out of nowhere. But they're not out of nowhere. The Bible calls those King James, the fiery darts of the wicked one. And and here's how it works. You're maybe worshiping. You're lifting your hands to the Lord. And all of a sudden, this, this evil thought, like, where did that come from? It came from the devil. Maybe that's happening to you right now, and you're wondering why. But listen to this. Maybe one of the reasons it's happening to you right now is not because you're not doing well spiritually, but because you are. Maybe one of the reasons it's happening to you right now is because you are a threat to the devil and his demonic forces. In other words, you're on the right track spiritually. It's been said, Christians are a lot like tea bags. You don't know what they're made of until you put them in hot water. (laughs) Maybe you're in hot water right now. But then I'm talking to somebody who would say, you know, actually, I can't remember the last trial I went through and I can't remember the last time I was tempted to do evil. Aren't I wonderful? No, you're probably just lame. (laughs) You know the old expression, you don't kick a dead horse? Maybe the devil looks at you and says, well, they're effectively immobilized. They're no threat to me. Why waste my time with them? I'm going after that Christian that's out there making a difference, that Christian that's sharing the gospel, that Christian that is serious about their walk with God. If you engage in sharing your faith, you will come under spiritual attack, but don't let that discourage you. Let it encourage you. Remember Jesus said that we're the church and the gates of hell would not prevail against us. Have you ever wondered what that actually means? The gates of hell, think of a fortress. You've seen movies where there's a castle uh, that's being stormed and they come in with a battering ram and they pour the boiling oil over the side of the wall, right? Okay, so we're the ones with the battering ram. The fortress is the kingdom of darkness. So we're coming in and the devil's trying to stop us. So when Jesus says the gates of hell will not prevail against you, what he means is those gates won't keep you out. Keep pressing in. That's why we're always looking for new, creative, innovative ways to reach unexpected people in unexpected places with the gospel. That's why we do our crusade. That's why we're in media like radio, television, social media. That's why we're working on these films right now. Because we can reach people with the film that 
would not necessarily even show up in a church, but we all need to be looking for creative ways to reach people with the gospel. Thanks for joining us today for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. Today, Pastor Greg is starting a new series. It's called How to Deal with Trials and Temptations. Let's continue today's message. Anyway, so back to the book of James. All right, so James 1 verse 1. James a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings, my brothers. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work so that you may be complete and perfect, lacking nothing. Okay, so I'm ready to give you point number one. We need to make a choice to rejoice when we go through times of trial. We need to make a choice to rejoice. Look at verse two again. My brothers, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Another translation says, count it pure, unmixed, complete, and total joy. Wait, what? When I'm going through a trial, I'm supposed to have total joy during that time? Well, what does that even mean? James is not saying that trials themselves are joy because usually they are not. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. So when James is saying, consider it joy, he's just saying, make a choice to rejoice. I know this is hard. I know you wish it wasn't happening. I know you wish it was over, but despite that, I'm gonna choose to rejoice regardless of my emotions. See, that's very important. This is not a matter of feelings. This is a matter of the will. Uh, The more we rejoice in our testings, the more we realize they're not liabilities, but privileges. Ultimately helpful, not harmful, no matter how severe they may appear. Here's an example of Paul and Silas thrown into a dungeon for preaching the gospel. Yet we read at midnight, Paul and Silas saying praises to God and the other prisoners were listening. Philippians 4 says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Or take poor Job. Oh, Job. He was living the greatest life ever. Beautiful estate, wonderful children, a very successful career. Everything was going Job's way. And then a series of attacks came against Job. Why, because he was a godless man? No, listen, because he was a godly man, they came. Because God was bragging on Job in heaven and the devil was listening in. And the Lord said to Satan, a fallen angel, with other angels, The Lord said, have you considered my servant Job a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and shuns evil? Satan heard that and said, oh, give me a break. Give me a little time with Job. We'll see what he's made of. When I read that story, I'm thinking, Lord, if you're ever, even for a moment, feeling proud of me, can you keep it to yourself? (laughs) Especially if the devil is within earshot. (laughs) So, you know, even Job's friends, who ended up not being the greatest friends, uh, were watching this, they suggested you must have done something really bad for this to happen to you. Actually, it was the opposite. 
He was doing something really good, you see. But uh, so then a series of calamities befell Job. He lost his possessions. He lost his children. He lost his health. He's covered in huge boils. Uh, medical experts have tried to figure out what was happening to him. Maybe it was leprosy. Maybe it was extreme melanoma, which is a form of skin cancer, whatever it was. He was covered head to toe in these boils and was using a fragment of broken pottery to scratch at it. Just a pathetic sight. But yet we read that Job fell down before God and said, Naked came I from my mother's womb and naked shall I return. The Lord gives and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Powerful. You make a choice to rejoice. We need a theology of thanksgiving, an attitude of gratitude. And by the way, this attitude of choosing to rejoice when things are not going well will not only help you spiritually, it will help you physically as well. Research shows that grateful people experience fewer aches and pains and they also feel healthier than other people. A researcher on the topic of gratitude made this statement and I quote, gratitude reduces toxic emotions ranging from envy and frustration. It reduces depression and actually increases happiness. Experts say grateful people sleep better too. Isn't that interesting? Just choosing to be grateful, making a choice to rejoice despite the circumstances that you're going through. You know, gratitude can change your mood. Might just start with a smile. It takes 17 muscles to smile, 43 to frown. And they've discovered that smiling triggers mind-boosting neurotransmitters, endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine. Just smiling. So smile. Right now, smile. Go. Pretty good. You're not smiling, sir. Come on now. Yes. Just smile. I don't feel like smiling. Smile anyway. <laughs> Point number two. Trials happen to make us stronger in every way. Trials happen to make us stronger in every way. Look at verse three. Knowing the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now by the way, the word patience is probably not the best translation. I'm reading from the New King James Version here. It comes from a Greek word that translates out to toughness or fortitude. Another translation uh, uses the word endurance or staying power, okay? So trials come into our life to produce endurance and staying power. Trials make you stronger, not weaker. A modern translation of James 3, 4 goes as follows. So let it grow. And don't try to squirm out of your problems. For when your patience is finally in full bloom, you're ready for anything, strong in character, full and complete. I like that translation. It's a lot like going to the gym. You break down the muscle to build up the muscle. The same is true spiritually. So trials are like God's gym where we're broken down in order to be built up. Trials take our faith from the realm of theory to reality so we can start living out our faith in the real world. I wish I could tell you that you get to a certain stage and the trials stop. And the temptations cease, but that day will not come until we get to heaven. 
So until that day, we need to press on. And what do we do? Verse two, count it all joy when you encounter these trials. Give God the glory and count it all joy. Pastor Greg Laurie pointing out the value of trials in our lives. It's good encouragement for the challenging but productive times of the Christian life. And next time on A New Beginning, join us as Pastor Greg offers more help with our times of trial and temptation from his brand new series in James. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called How to Deal with Trials and Temptations. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast, along with more inspiring Christian content. Just search your app store for Vision Christian Media. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.